Hello and thank you for joining me on my musings at 30. I am Samuel Alawie. This session is titled, That's My Name. If you had a chance of selecting which nation you prefer to originate from, which country will it be? Maybe if you could just consider a different family. I'm not certain there's something wrong with wishing to be born a Gate, Dangote, Obama or a Tedola. More so when you stand a chance of getting a Ferrari as a shopping gift. Not even for your birthday, just a gift. If you can be given a wedding that shuts down the economic frontier of the richest states in West Africa, if not the whole of Africa, and have the Forbes richest man in attendance, can that be just wishful thinking? When you heard my name, Alawiye, what were you reminded of? This question might not make so much sense to you if you are not of the same age or that you are older than I am. No, I'm intended. I just like to rub that in a little bit. Unlike today where kids come out of their mother's womb with an accent or some Queen's English, I grew up with my mother tongue, Yoruba, being heavy on my lips and our first major goal in school as kids was to get a hold of the English language. While this seemed like a Herculean task already, with all the phonetics, legs and structures, the main Yoruba literature of our time was titled Alawiye, yes, my son name. Why in God's name should my name be the title of the Yoruba literature when all our hopes as kids was to drop it for the more renowned English language? Don't despise me, that was the culture that was handed down to us. In an attempt to rid myself of my Yoruba doom, I inquired if I could change my son name to maybe my father's first name, Matthew. Samuel Matthews, that would be cool and trendy, don't you think? I felt displeased when I was told only my father could make such a change. And I wouldn't be able to do that myself until maybe when I was 18. I vowed I would do that at the slightest opportunity I have. Years passed and I was in GSS3 in the school in Sherry in Cotton, Lagos, staying with a family friend as my family had relocated and it was impossible for me to change schools seeing I was in the transitional class. We were to write our second term exams and I was hit with a serious bout of typhoid fever. I was bent on writing my exams so I would drag myself to school every day. Yet, I could barely read the lines on the paper because I was having blurry visions from the constant headache. As it was in my primary school, the top 5 are celebrated and the last 5 are shamed before the entire school by the proprietor who also doubled as a principal and astute disciplinarian from Ijebu town. From being the 5th best the previous term, I dropped to fifth from behind in a class of about 50 students. The proprietor called out my name and at least I expected him to remember he had celebrated me on the same podium barely four months ago. Instead, he made so much ridicule of me, the size and shape of my head and my whole nemesis, my name. Of all he said, how he made reference to my name ignited my childhood nightmare and I hoped the grounds could just open up and take its course. My teacher and friends who knew the state in which I wrote my exams consoled me and made every effort to cheer me up because I'd never felt so embarrassed before. But he certainly was not expecting what was going to happen next. I vowed to read him my image and name and knowing I had just the third term as my last in that school, to then join up with my family upstate, I became more studious than ever before. Then came the final day for resort presentation, the last most important term of the academic year. This time around, I was joint third and first boy, seeing some of our girls were just extremely gifted and intelligent. 
the proprietor called my name and this time, with my head up high brimming with so much joy, I looked straight up at him. His countenance was full of shock and he checked the records to call my name again and I nodded in pride and answered, that's my name. Never forget the exact details of your victories and defeats because they fuel your passion. As though a rebirth, I was ever so proud of my name Alawiye, for I just tasted victory, not just over my proprietor and classmates who had previously mocked me, but over the fear and cultural stigmatization that had long portrayed our identity as a limiting factor. It became very evident that I owe the keys to my own liberation and true freedom, not any man, origin, tribe or country. As we celebrate Nigeria at 60, we need to remind ourselves of the strength inherent in us and choose to banish the ill-informed stereotypes that have shaped our perspective of ourselves and our nation. It won't take the Western world to deliver the future we earnestly crave for. We must look inward to discover the seed of our greatness long deposited in us. This is another musing of mine at 30. I would really appreciate your comment and feedback and kindly subscribe to get first-hand updates. Thank you and see you next time.